My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. Hi there, my name is Dr. Austin Tay. I am a UK-trained and Asian-based organizational psychologist. I am also the founder of Omnicide Consulting, where we specialize in executive coaching, leadership assessment and development, career transitioning, training and workplace intervention. I have a special interest in workplace bullying and use acceptance and commitment therapy in the work I do with individuals and organizations. For more information about the services I provide, please check out my website www.omnisci.com. Apart from this podcast, I also have a blog where I pen my thoughts as an organization psychologist. If you want to find out more about what I've shared, do check me out at www.draustintay.com. Welcome to episode 7 of Sight Chat. Today, I am going to talk about thinking traps. As human beings, we are always thinking. I bet that even as you are listening to this podcast, your mind has just wandered off or thought has just entered your mind. The fact that we can do so and label them is unique, as not all living things have the capacity to use language to label their thoughts. Two areas in our brains responsible for language are Broca and Wernick. On the one hand, it is useful for us to label our thoughts so that we can respond to them accordingly. On the other, when we are overly caught up with labeling our thoughts, we can be easily sucked into an abyss of unhelpful thoughts that can result in unnecessary reactions, such as panic, stress, worry, and despair. We will start to associate and relate unrelated issues to those thoughts we have. And in doing so, we create other new thoughts, which can be unbearable to deal with. We cannot stop our mind from thinking because the more you tell yourself not to think, the more you will think. How many times have you told yourself not to do something, lay down the reasons and consequences, but eventually found yourself doing that thing anyway? This all boils down to how we are approaching our thoughts. When we are dealing with our thoughts, we create thinking traps that make us get stuck in a vicious cycle of rinse, repeat, and rinse again. So, can we stop ourselves from being trapped in these thinking traps? I believe we can. However, it will take some work for us to learn how to get ourselves out of these traps Before I share how we can prevent ourselves from falling into these traps, 
Let us look at what are the common thinking traps. Trap number one, too much in my head. As humans, we all like to be able to take control of our lives, and this includes the way we think. Some people can let their thoughts drift in and out and not pay any attention to them at all. For me, when I am affected by my thoughts, I start to worry and panic. It is a natural response, I must add. There is nothing wrong to feel a little bit worried and panicking. It only becomes an issue when you are feeling overwhelmed by every thought that results in you feeling overly burdened. For me, when I am stuck in such a state, I become irritable, emotional and unbearable, especially to those around me. To stop myself from being too bogged down by my thoughts, I need to let my thoughts come and go. Learn to choose, regardless of good or bad, the thoughts that I want to deal with. I allow myself to create a psychological distance between myself and those thoughts. In doing so, I can discern and determine how much time I want to dwell on those thoughts and not to lose sight of other things that are important to me. I will not allow myself to sink to a level where I let my thoughts dictate how I behave. I also accept that fighting or running away from my thoughts, especially when they are negative, is futile. When I have accepted that those thoughts are part of me, I don't feel overwhelmed and crippled. Instead, I feel liberated. So my advice is, don't get too caught up with all the thoughts you have. Choose which one you need to deal with, but do not let the whole process deviate you from your main focus in life. Connect with the present and observe how these thoughts are affecting you. Take a step back and look at the thoughts. You have a choice. Walk towards the important things or people that matter to you and not get too caught up with thoughts that are not significant. The more you treat those thoughts as just thoughts and not put too much time in trying to unpick those thoughts, you will be living your life with real purpose. When I feel overwhelmed with my thoughts, I also use calming or meditation apps to help me calm down and get the right perspective about my thoughts. You can try whatever methods that work for you. We are all different. Often in my work with individuals, I encourage them to try different ways 
to help them take control of their thoughts and not to be too overwhelmed by what they have in their head. Some of the activities I suggest include a short walk to clear the mind, talk to someone, distract with exercise, but nothing is prescriptive. Instead, find what works best for you. Once you can get perspective, you are in a better position to deal with your thoughts. Trap number two, my thoughts are real. When you start to mull over your thoughts, you inadvertently will view those thoughts as real. You see your thoughts as real because you attribute those thoughts with meanings, reasons, and consequences to convince yourself that those thoughts are worth your time to ponder upon and ruminate. The truth is that just because you continuously revisit the thoughts you have, this does not mean that those thoughts are real. For example, if you think that you are not capable, you will try all ways to provide yourself with reasons why you are not capable. We have all done that, self-deprecate ourselves, and will hold on to one or two instances when we have failed to justify why we are not capable. It is very human for us to do so. This is what we call in psychology as a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more we convince ourselves that we are not good at something, the more we will find evidence to prove that. Our thoughts are manifestations of our emotions, experiences, actions that the mind wants to let us reenact in our head. It is a juxtaposition of what we go through every day, every moment, and our thoughts are just a collage of all these events. I must stress that I am not saying that we are faking our thoughts. Instead, they are a combination of different snippets of our own lives that are playing in our head. Because our thoughts are real experiences and events that we have gone through, the mind is fast to pass that judgment to acknowledge the authenticity of those thoughts. A better way of looking at those thoughts is to accept that we cannot be overly sure of the eventual output of those thoughts. Instead, they are what our mind tries to assimilate bits and pieces of information to create what it considers as the perfect thought. So yes, our thoughts are not real. Stop justifying them. Trap number three. My thoughts are all equal. 
To view that all our thoughts are equal means that we will need to spend the same time to all the thoughts that come into our head. However, our thoughts are just that, not all equal. Just like on a sushi conveyor belt, some dishes appeal to us and others not so appealing. The case with the thoughts we have in our head, whether good or bad, is similar. We should not entertain all the thoughts equally. If we regard every thought deserves our attention, how busy will we become? We will have no time for another thing. Luckily, as human beings, we can make choices. Let me be clear here, and I'm not saying that we will embark on a crusade of ignoring all negative thoughts and only accepting positive ones. What I am advocating is that because each thought, whether good or bad, is unique, when we treat them as what they are, we will be able to determine how much time we want to spend on those thoughts. So remember, all our thoughts are different, and some require you to attend to them while others can be left alone, perhaps just for a little while. In doing so, you can better manage your thoughts. As the saying goes, no one is created equal. Neither are our thoughts. Trap number four, personalization. It is not unusual for us to take the blame for whatever goes wrong in our lives. It is very human for us to do so. When we start to attribute all the wrongs in our lives, we carry them as baggage into our lives. Any negative thoughts we have that eventually become a so-called reality, we start to convince ourselves that we deserve whatever consequences. All these remind me of a movie I saw recently, Earthquake Bird. This is a film set in 1989 Tokyo. The main character is Lucy Flying, a young female expat. She is suspected of murder when her friend Lily goes missing in the wake of a tomato's love triangle with her lover, Teji. Haunted by past guilt she carried with her, she confessed to the killing of her friend. To me, she believed that by admitting to being the person who has killed her friend Lily, she somewhat felt that she could have lessened the guilt of her for not helping Lily. You might have a different take from the movie. If you have not seen it, watch it and let me know your thoughts. Trying not to divulge too much of the film, I think the main character, Lucy Fly, created a personalized trap that the only saving grace was when she realized that she should not be blaming herself for things that go wrong in her life. 
Sometimes some things just happened because of other circumstances. And we should learn how to understand that. Things or situations that we have no control over can only perpetuate undue angst, stress, and other emotional toys on ourselves. We need to show compassion towards ourselves. Trap number five, permanence. Sometimes when we have failed in something, we tend to retreat to that I will never want to try it again mindset. We start to develop envy of what others could do or achieve instead of finding our way to try, attempt and succeed. This type of assumption gradually will become a reality and become a permanent mantra in which we will tell ourselves, I will never, I always wish I could, and I'm not as good as. To get ourselves out of this type of thinking trap, we need to start to change our mindset and begin to use, I will try, I will attempt, and I will challenge to change our assumptions. If we do not even allow ourselves to get out of our own comfort zone, we will never ever be able to discover our capabilities and strength. Trap number six, pervasiveness. It is not uncommon for us to transfer the failure we experienced in one of our expectations to the rest of our life. When was the last time you have done this? For me, I do fall into this trap quite often. For someone who works for himself, when I am not able to get more projects, I start to think how bad I am in business development and that translates to how bad I am not good at networking because I do not spend enough time to do so. I end up in this vicious cycle of linking all the failed areas of my life. All these start to make me doubt my abilities and my decision to become my own boss. I have been to that dark place where I was just so discouraged and I can tell you that did not sit well with me. Instead, I start to take stock and revisit my goals and align all my activities to be in sync with my goals. I also recognized that one has to be adaptive and achieving your goals sometimes comes with hiccups and not to let those hiccups affect the whole journey. 
One other thing I have since learned is to show compassion towards myself. I want to be clear that this is not about feeling sorry for myself. On the contrary, it is more of telling myself that it is okay to fail at some things. It is how I can pick up from there to move forward that matters. So I would say to you all, don't fall into this trap of pervasiveness. Take stock of where you are, revisit your goals, and show compassion to yourself. So my advice to all of you is, it is alright to feel overwhelmed by your thoughts. They will come and go. Do not take all thoughts as equal. You can attend to some and can let go of others. Learn to keep a psychological distance when dealing with your thoughts. Observe and notice how they, good or bad, can affect you and your journey towards your goal. Don't let the thoughts dictate your life. Your negative thoughts will challenge you, diminish your success, and create doubts in you. But when you accept that these are all part of the process, you will focus on the important stuff. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you have found what I have shared today useful, do share with your friends. You can also subscribe to this podcast and will be notified when a new episode is live. You can also share your comments or suggestions either by sending an email to sitechat at omnisite.com or tweet to site underscore chat. You have been listening to Site Chat and this podcast is brought to you by Omnisite Consulting. You have been listening to Site Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnisite Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience in working with individuals, teams, and organizations in the areas of coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, career transitioning, and workplace intervention. Omnicide Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor-make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions help individuals and organizations to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity. For more information about our services, do check us out at www.omnicide.com. <laughs>